you are listening to Talking About Tracy Chapman, the Tracy Chapman fan podcast. Today we're talking about the Grammy performance of Luke Coombs and Tracy Chapman performing Fast Car together. And today I have a good friend and a long time collaborator. Um, We manage the Tracy Chapman online social media together and Aurelie manages the website about Tracy Chapman. So welcome Aurelie. Thank you very much. Thank you for the invitation. I'm very happy to discuss about all the things we are going to discuss today. We're talking about the Luke Coombs and Tracy Chapman's collaboration of Fast Car, the Grammy Awards, the 66th Grammy Awards. And we had talked about this months ago, the other side of Christmas, maybe. Yeah, actually, it was um, for the Country Music Awards where there were this double uh, nomination where Tracy was nominated for um, Best Song as the author of Fast Car and, and Luke would be nominated for Best Single of Fast Car. And it happened that uh, that night they both gained uh, the prize and we thought that it would be uh, the occasion uh, for this duet to come true. And nothing happened because Tracy oh. didn't show up uh, to the ceremony. And and then, and then we said, well, if uh, Luke is nominated at the um, at the Grammy Awards, then it would be then or never. And and that's what we were waiting for for months. And and suddenly things things happened really really quickly. Um, because uh, Luke was uh, announced as a performer a few days ago, uh, yeah. not 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 a long time. I don't remember a few days, and and then oh, so Luke is performing. Oh, what 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 does it mean? <laughs> so <laughs> from 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 there, we we would suspect that something could could happen. Yeah, yeah, and we almost didn't want to give it full hope because we you know as we said things have been quiet and Tracy only does big big events right so she only she chooses the very best I think it goes into her character and into how she's always been trained in the public it's fewer things but quality things it's it's that idea of don't speak unless you've got something to say right Mm -hmm. which i think she got from her manager who also managed neil young joni mitchell for a while bob dylan is that right yeah edward we are talking about elliot roberts um so he was the one to say so but uh but it's quite uh, in the same time when we know how how shy she is and how um reclusive she is why would she choose the biggest event <laughs> i mean besides uh the well what 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 could it be um something bigger than, than the grammys uh mm. the oh. yeah yeah except this <laughs> nothing nothing more and mm. but but then it was also um something that could uh that would make sense, um, knowing the history behind it. Um, maybe we'll, well, we can talk about it now. But um, so uh, Tracy won uh, some Grammy awards um, for for Fast Car. Well, one one Grammy for for Fast Car in uh, 
1988. And, and so it was something logical uh, that it would be the Grammys and not the Country Music Awards as Fascara is not a country single, a country mm-hmm. song. It's, it, that, makes, that makes sense. So you say it isn't a country song. However, the Luke Coombs version is very country in its um, instrumentation, right? So, so oh, this song, so? the song which was huge last year, um, we should probably give a little bit of time to that. So, it was one of the biggest singles of last year, right? It it was number two for so many weeks. I think it um, created a record for having the most album, uh, most weeks at number number two in the singles chart in the US. It was successful in the UK to a lesser degree. Um, but his voice is intrinsically country. And I thought that was the only thing that kind of um, made it country. But actually listening to the instrumentation on stage last night with the inclusion of the, the violin mm-hmm. uh, and some of the, the arrangements of the guitars, it kind of you can see how he's lent into that country element a little more and i think as we've talked about previously and we can get onto this it was very much tracy chapman's on tracy chapman's terms mm-hmm. it did feel like they honored his interpretation of the song um on stage too yeah and and it's and it's good to have done it. I mean, uh, he was the reason why she was there yesterday. So uh, without him, uh, we would not have, have her, had her uh, on stage. And that's one of the things I read online that some people would criticize and say, so let's, let's, let's her play alone. I mean, uh, she, it's her song, so she has to, to play it herself and without look. And it, <laughs> It, it wasn't fair at all. I mean, it was his no. song, his nomination, and he was the reason why it, it it came back to the to the front. So so yeah. So and 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 I really like the way it was. Uh, it was a mix of her versions, her and and his, but still on her terms. <laughs> yeah, she was the lead, and and her musicians and her her production and hmm. but still but, it was respectful of his version yeah let's talk about her musicians for a minute yeah. because we've um we describe it as keeping it in the family right it's 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 very much a family um family only um affair so it's it's a big occasion it's a big deal it's a big celebration and she chose very very deliberately, very um, consciously um, to include musicians who she has played with and has been close to for many, many years. We have Joe Gore as mm-hmm. um, guitarist. Joe's been with her since 2004? 2004? 2002. He was uh, she, the first met for the recording of Lady Green. Ah, so, yeah. mm-hmm. so that's yeah, twenty-two years. Yes, and he, he since two thousand and two, he is 
I, I would not say official guitarist, but since then, no other guitarist, main guitarist played with her. So he's, he's the guitarist. <laughs> ah, yeah. So, and I remember him most prominently, I think, from the Where You Live album, which I guess was kind of a live album. So that kind of makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, it wasn't a live album. It was a, a fully produced studio album, but I think they recorded it in a very live sort of way yeah. in a makeshift studio. So, so yeah, Joe Gore got an incredible CV as well outside of um, yeah. outside of working with Tracy. We should talk about Danny Fongheiser on drums. Um, Danny is, uh, well, it's a very, very long story because Danny was... Tracy's drummer on her first album, on the second album, and on the Telling Stories album. And he toured with her during years um, on the Telling Stories tour in 2000, and also at the Lily Fair tour and some of her some of her gigs. So they are they know each other since a very very long time, and they are friends. And they, they kind of grew up together because they were very young in, in 1987 when they recorded the debut yeah. album. So, And it's funny because uh, on stage last night, we would not see the musicians. We would guess shadows, but we would not see very well who was there. Yeah. But from the very first notes, I recognized the way that Denny is playing the drums because it's... It's uh, the, what we hear on the record of Fast Car is what we heard yesterday. So right. it's it was very, very great to have him because he knows the song, because he, he made it with, with her in, in the studio when Tracy recorded the debut album. She, she re- had recently written a Fast Car and she had never performed it with a band. So they created the um, arrangement together with Denny and Larry, Larry Klein, who was the bassist on the debut album, on the second album as well, on Crossroads. And also he produced Tracy's last uh, album, Our Bright Future. And Larry was there yesterday as well, was the bassist player. So that's why you are talking about the family, because... She would bring together um, a band, some people she knows very well, some people she can trust as well, because yeah. it was supposed to be a surprise for everyone. And 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 she trusts people who know not to say anything, who know <laughs> keep how how to keep secrets, and and that's 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 great. You see, that's why we also. Uh, kind of uh, when we see her again, we find her again. And it's also because of this, because there is this continuity between uh, along the years. And and that's, um, well, I, I don't know if I can say those words, but it's as if we were home again. <laughs> and yeah. and those, this sound, even if it has, it has uh, this country sound, thanks to the violin and also thanks to the presence of Luke, then it was all all about her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I spoke to Denny last year and um, he spoke fondly on 
um, their relationship and their friendship and um, how he hoped to um, work with her again soon, mm-hmm. should he should he be asked. Um, and it had been a little while since, actually. So um, it's really nice that that's come to fruition so quickly um, after our conversation. It was in May. Um, well, it's funny because I talked to him in December and we talked about it as well. And now I'd like to ask him, did you know by then? You know? <laughs> <laughs> because he didn't say anything. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. I mean, yesterday I had the feeling that I was attending a concert. It was as if I was there in the room and yeah. it only lasted five minutes and 20 seconds. But <laughs> but it was, um, yeah, it was as i said like being home again like uh like fine and, and i didn't had this feeling when when um when she performed talking about revolution um for four years ago maybe because it was recorded at home it wasn't a live situation yeah there was no I, live audience yeah i i think um that was impactful and i think it really had its place um and i i like activist tracy i like speaking for something tracy um honorary shout out to um annie lennox's performance and her um call for a a ceasefire at the end of um at the end of her performance for sinead o'connor i think that was a very poignant um part of the show and actually i enjoyed that just as much as um as fast for different reasons Mm -hmm. um i you uh, Annie Lennox has been a vocal supporter um, of of peace broadly um, for most of her career, but she's been talking about that issue specifically since at least two thousand and nine. I can remember. Um, uh, yeah, so I enjoy that. I enjoyed the Tracy Chapman as a as an activist, but to, yesterday was Tracy Chapman as a musician, but also a legend. What was your instinct? What was your first reaction? To, to watching the performance I was so moved I had some tears in the eyes and I was um I was mesmerized I would say and I, I, I it was um like like meeting an old friend you haven't seen in years and and it was yeah it was a very special um feeling uh, fast car isn't at all my favorite song contrary to a lot of people and 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 I wasn't a fan. I'm still not a fan of of Luke's version, but still, um, it's as if she was signing something. It's her signature. It's her. Well, without this song, probably we would maybe we would not not know her as much as we do um, because yeah. it was a, a huge, huge, huge success um, in the U.S. mostly. But um, not a single in France since since I'm French. Um, but everyone knows this song because everyone knows the debut album and everyone knows each song of the debut album. So mm-hmm. Fast Car is is one of it. Um, my my feelings were well, I wanted to to shout, <laughs> I wanted to to clap, I wanted to, and I, and I, and when I attend the Tracy Chapman concert, I'm I'm very quiet. But yesterday, um, it was like a feast, like a, 
like let's let's celebrate her coming back <laughs> i would say yeah yeah i felt the same i felt she looks stunning like i she looks just ageless obviously there's yeah. there's gray hairs there's um uh you know she's 60 now but she looks incredible still i think and she's in great shape still athletic <laughs> athletic yeah and the smile uh, at the beginning you know when she, when the crowd um erupted i think that's a really nice thing to see because she is the press call a reclusive but i think private is is another mm-hmm. is another word for that and she kind of shies away from fame but to see her enjoy the success and to enjoy the the accolades and and the the excitement of the crowd it feels really nice because it's it's kind of seeing her um enjoy the fruits of her her labor really and her creativity um so i would i really enjoyed that part of it just how content and how um she seemed to be enjoying it you know yeah at the very beginning and also at the end the smile uh, doesn't lie i mean it was we could we could not think that she wasn't happy to be there um it seems that she she was as well she as as a, a fish in in the water i mean it, it was uh, <laughs> as if she had never never been away um and um and she owned the stage Mm. like like she knows how to do it we know it but um well maybe this the the first two three seconds where we would see a bit um something like uh being overwhelmed by what's going on yeah then after the professional tracy was there well like (laughs) a very very um uh technical performance but also sensitive performance and um yeah it's 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 it was as if she had never been away and it's i like it because i have the feeling well i hope that she enjoyed it so much that uh, she would think well let's come (laughs) back let's carry on let's do something again (laughs) because um Even uh, she hates being in the spotlight, even if uh, it wasn't really, it, it's not really her thing to be in front of uh, of cameras, etc. Yesterday, she, uh, it was done, since she was supposed to be the secret guest, um, she didn't have to do the red carpet thing, the interview thing, the photograph thing. So we haven't seen her after and before. So she didn't have to play the game of celebrity. Yeah. And she only had to do her thing, the thing that she likes to do, without uh, having the hassle of the rest. And in the end, um, maybe it was the best way for her to come back and to test it again. And and yeah, and, and well, I'm really hopeful that uh, we won't wait for for another years <laughs> before um, here before hearing uh, from her. I hope so, but um, but it didn't seem to be um, difficult. It seems to be very joyful. Yeah, I think I got that impression. I definitely got that impression. Um, some of the press said, speaking of hopefully not waiting another four years. Some of the press said that it's the first time she performed it in nine years, and then some press said that it was the first time she performed it in fifteen. Yeah. But 
from my logic, did she perform at the ASCAP Awards um, or the, AS, the ASCAP 2010 event, potentially? Well, since her very last gig on her own was on the 2009 Arbel Future Tour, it was a so it was during summer 2009, so it was her last official show. But then after she performed three times, she performed in 2012 at the Kennedy Center to mm-hmm. honor Buddy Guy. So there is a, a great performance of her singing uh, on stage and alone and also with um with Bonnie Wright. So this this is this this one performance in 2012. We also then have the the 2015 performance at the David Letterman show. So she performed Stand by Me. Yeah. Which was released as a single um following the release of the greatest hits. Uh, I was told explicitly by the record label that it wasn't to be called ah, a single. <laughs> I have a single a single I well, Oh really? Just, <laughs> a single but it exists. So well, I don't know, but but if they so if they say so, okay. But um, huh. but I have a, a promo single. Well, I don't know. What's the artwork on that? Does it have artwork? It's the same cover of the um, the greatest states. Ah, um, so it's her okay. standing in the desert. It's uh, Albert's uh, photo. Yeah. And then we had the two thousand and twelve and and twenty uh, talking about revolution song for the um, well. To, to ask people uh, to vote um, yeah. for the American election. So it's free performances, free TV performances. So with that in mind, it's, you know, 2012, um, 2015, 2020, um, 2024. So, so it's, four. it's around each four years something is happening, <laughs> but it's just one apparition. And it's then good... she disappears. So, when, if we calculate, yeah. it could be well, in four years, it would be 2028. So, we have a first period of 20 years, eight albums. Well, she had a contract mm-hmm. with Electra Records, she had yeah. to release eight albums. So, it took 20 years. Right. If she takes a 20 years break, yeah. which I hope she doesn't, but if she does it, we would have a third, well, um, third part of her life, well, uh, second part of her career, I would say, starting in four years. But I hope that yesterday changed a little bit. Yeah, I, I don't think you know it, it's a good. She's really putting the the life and the work life balance there. But um, I think um, she probably won't do anything that she doesn't want to. We know that. We we know mm-hmm. that that's her thing. Um, I hope she doesn't wait till um, 2028 because if you think about um, the um, Kennedy Center, that kind of felt like, even though it was quite a while after her career had, had kind of come to a hiatus, that kind of felt like the end of that era to me. That was kind of like in the same space as that previous era. Um Whereas the 2015, even though it was only three years after that, that really felt like, oh, okay, we're starting up again. Would something's maybe coming? She's 
she's had a little break and now we're back with the greatest hits and they saw the opportunity the label that the viral success of stand by me created and they they said let's let's capitalize on that and she said she agreed but they it was the label but she begrudgingly um went along with it and we had a nice campaign you know she didn't perform there was no tour she was in the media she did interviews she did radio um she did tv it felt like you know a a little moment for us um and then nothing again until the presidential election and that was that was great and that was a viral moment as well i think i did a, a, a article on the stats of it at the time but we've been discussing this earlier. This is on another scale to any of those things. Um, yeah. I calculated the impressions on X alone um, in the last 24 hours, and it stands at about 1.8 billion impressions, um, which is huge. This is a this is the moment. No waiting four years. People have forgotten <laughs> again in four years. You know. This is yeah. This is now. This is now. <laughs> everyone is telling you that uh, that we are here. We are waiting for you. We love you. So we want you. <laughs> but uh, in two thousand and and fifteen, when she made those um, interviews for the for the greatest hits, she she was already saying that she had few songs ready and that she was writing songs she never stopped writing songs so imagine that during those 15 years how many songs she wrote yeah how many songs she will never release i don't know mm. but uh it's um yeah so it it can be now and i remember that d- during the the last um u.s elections when it was all about um trump um i mean last time Tracy performed, uh, it was when Barack Obama was elected the very first right. time. So she was yep. thrilled. It was a very, like a revolution. It was a real re- revolution. And then after Trump, well, the best mm-hmm. in what we could say, um, uh, what what she would hope as a president, even if, well, I don't know if I can say this, this but at the very start of the of the running, she would... She would prefer Hillary Clinton to Obama at the very, very first when there was this, um, this. Uh, it was either Obama or Clinton, mm. and she would support uh, Hillary to to Barack Obama. But then it was Obama, and she sang for Obama, so she fully supported him. And and when he was elected, I remember it was during this tour in 2008. She was each night mm-hmm. on stage. She would talk about it. She would say that how how happy she was and how hopeful she was as well. And mm-hmm. and and then after Obama, Trump. And I remember <laughs> in 1988, she would say she would talk about um, writing, talking about revolution when during the Reagan years which were at the time the very worst president that the US could get. Yeah. And then in 2000 and, uh, in, in 1988 she she would she would laugh because she would say that we thought that it was the worst but then we had Bush and then we had Bush Jr. <laughs> it was it, it was worse and worse and at the time it was yeah. not at all a question about um, Trump, you know. And so now we are talking about again of the elections. So um, maybe we need 
well, we say so, but we are in Europe and maybe it doesn't change anything for us. Not, it's not true because the U.S. are very, very important, but it's, it's not our elections. Yeah. But if she comes back at the right moment to, to say things loud and maybe to um, have an impact as she had last time, um, maybe it's another reason uh, for coming back. <laughs> I don't know. That's this year, right? So um, it, it would make sense. The only question would be, but we don't know anything about it, but which um, which label would she sign? I mean, we'll, how, how would it happen? Uh, currently, it seems that Rhino is um, kind of a, a handling. I don't know how, how it's going on. Um, but it's not Electra nor Atlantic Records. It seems to be Rhino yeah. with a bit of non-such record. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's what's the <laughs> thing. Um, but uh, yeah, so how, how would she do it? And if you look at the portfolio, the clients of Rhino, the artists that they have, she's right there at the right moment. I mean... If you look at who are the artists at Electra now, you don't, you, well, she doesn't have any, there's no space for her there. Mm. But at Rhino, yes. Um, yeah. So that would be interesting. On the other side, lots of people are, are requesting the release of her albums on vinyl. They, they never, they never were released again. So, some 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 sellers say, but yeah, but she sold some millions. So we have so many secondhand uh, LPs to sell that uh, they don't that they don't have to to re reimpress them to reissue them. Um, but it's not true because when you look at the prices they are sold on eBay, it's it's crazy. Some of uh, <laughs> the secondhand um, LPs are sold one hundred euros um, yeah. for. For secondhand, and they are not. I mean, it's not a limited edition. There were millions of copies that were pressed <laughs> because millions of copies were were uh, sold. But the thing is, uh, the album is so good that no one wants to 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 sell their copies. So that's the point. Um, Do you know it's funny? I've been gifted several copies over the years, and I've re-gifted re them because I didn't want five copies of the debut album. <laughs> So if I knew that they were a hundred dollars or a hundred euros now, I would have kept hold of them. <laughs> That's funny, but um, but honestly, it's not something I want. I mean, I want new music. I want. <laughs> there are lots of uh, artists who are not um, releasing new albums. They are releasing a new issue of a iconic album with some bonus tracks, and right. they are touring saying that they are playing this album live. Yeah. That's not what I want. I don't want the debut album live. <laughs> I want a new album, new songs, and I want her to tell us what she thinks about our world today. I mean, yeah. since she left, so many things happened and and the world changed in, in, in a in a decade. It changed so much. Yeah. She's an artist as well, right? We don't we don't want that. I don't think she wants that for herself probably um she 
well, it, to me, it's an expression of, um, like you say, her, her art and what she is thinking and feeling. We don't, I, I'd be happy for a, a tour, which is just a debut album, but I don't think that even aligns with her as an artist and what she wants to do because... <laughs> Well, anyway, she will. She would play those songs. I mean, at least half of the songs of the debut album. It's what people want to hear. It's what she does anyway. So she can do it. But uh, new songs and because uh, <laughs> imagine um, when you listen to the first album and the last album, how she evolved. Uh, I mean, yeah. musically and lyrically, the way she wrote songs, it, it's ha- it has nothing to do. I mean, the last songs, you have to read them, to listen to them. I don't know how many times to try to understand or to give us a meaning to something mm. she says because it's so deep and 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 there's no meaning anyway because any anyone can think uh, or can understand the way... Um, the way they want to understand uh it's not uh she wants to say this it's i mean some songs are really simple but some songs are like poems or are very uh very special but in well she evolved so much in 20 years so how did she evolve musically mm. uh, what kind of songs can could she do now what kind of songs does she do um i'm very curious i mean i i don't want her to come back and to be exactly what she was and it will never happen because uh, as everyone she changes and she's evolving and she's aging and and her visions is changing but that's what is interesting and um and for sure she never stopped writing she never stopped playing the guitar she never stopped improving her the way she she plays the guitar or any other instrument. So the curiosity um, makes me want for a new album or we can listen to old albums and and that's what we are doing since (laughs) years. It's an interesting point. And I think um, I am on your side. I, I want something new. And I'm thinking about how the industry works and the, the music industry works at the moment. Uh, last time she came back, um, she was um, on Radio Six, I think, or Radio Four in the B- on the BBC, which is which is quite alternative. It's quite sort of small scale, um, but given how impactful her return has been, um, I think if she came back nowadays they would really pay attention to to that she's built a sense of legend status you know which she didn't have when our bright future was released because the albums were selling less and less each out each release but that's because of the state of the industry more than anything and she is an album artist so it i think it didn't make monetary sense at that time and it didn't make sense from a legacy perspective either because um, each time the reviews kind of didn't appreciate what she was doing. You know, you mentioned that um, actually she did evolve and, and there's layers and metaphors and and um, artistry going into these. She, she brings something new from a tonal perspective, from a subject matter perspective, from an artistry perspective, instrumentation, every time it, it builds. But the media didn't really see that and they just saw the same folk 
album being released again. And I think they lack the nuance or, or they lack the interest. Mm-hmm. And she is a victim of her own um, limitations in a way because she doesn't like to promote uh, in a classic style. But I think what she's done quite intelligently is adopted a sort of Joni Mitchell-esque exclusive, um, very hard to come by um, approach to a situation. So she released something now, the hype around the new um, release would be huge. So she would be able to do less promotion and keep it very top line, you know, very like exclusive, very um, international newspapers, the um, the biggest of the UK and the New York, New York Times, etc. So I think that maybe that's a part of a long term strategy. Maybe she's she's doing this deliberately as a as a legacy building exercise so that um, she can have more impact when she does come back. But does she want to have any impact? I mean, when we say so, um, it would mean that she wants it and that and she wants to build any to build anything. And I don't see her calculating things like that. Um, mm. I. Well, she has nothing to prove to anyone. She already said that anyway, she doesn't have to work anymore. She has enough money to cover the rest of her life. So it's yeah. not, it's not um, from a career perspective, she doesn't care. I mean, she, she already proved, she has nothing to prove <laughs> from the starting point. She has nothing to prove, but even more now. But uh, I think that what, she, what made her stop what made her retire for a bit was that she was very tired um, of the promotion and the marketing thing and the touring, um, the the exhausting side of the tours. She likes giving concerts, but she hates touring and because it's very um, exhausting. She doesn't like being mm. away from home, which we can understand. So yeah. this side of the business because it's a business, um, yeah. unfortunately, um, that's that was the problem, the main problem. She's an artist in a capitalist world and herself doesn't need any money, but um, to release her art and to make it uh, listen and to make to spread it uh, around the world, we need money, we need marketing, we need uh, it's all other things she hates so <laughs> i maybe she she wanted to have a break and then this break um she was so good and and during this time as well um things change a lot and it keeps on changing and now it's all about streaming and no one is buying mm-hmm. records but vinyl but it doesn't make any money what's um what matters now are tools but then we had the pandemic and so so it's a, a world where um, maybe she's wondering where 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 she would fit um, even if we are all here waiting for her and and also I see this on social media lots of people never saw her life because 15 years is a generation so the yeah. younger, the youngest haven't seen her 
uh, want, would like to attend the Tracy Chapman concert. So it's complicated. Mm. Yeah, do you know we shouldn't really talk about rumors, but there were we saw a few maybe last year that um, there was a rumor she was on a female artist's um, uh, album, right? And I keep men- I mentioned at the time quite strongly that I thought it might be Taylor Swift, <laughs> but only for the fact that she's absolutely huge and that she, you know, has done folky albums folklore for example and she gets people who you wouldn't consider to be a pop artist on these albums so that one kind of kind of makes sense to me but she just releases old albums so except that yesterday she announced a new album and yesterday she was the most fanatic attendee in the room so (laughs) this was my point right i a lot of people on the internet were saying sit down so for those who haven't seen the performance yet taylor swift was stood up um at the front of the arena where tracy was performing with luke and she was singing every single word at the stage so uh, this makes sense to me i i tracy i don't know if would she would say yes but potentially and Tracy is very curious. I mean, she listens lots of different music and she often, well, in the past when she would answer questions for interviews, she would often be asked, what is the music you are listening to? What are the artists you are listening to? And she would also of, always um, talk about uh, pop, pop artists. I mean, the artists that were... Famous at the time, so now it's mm. been 15 years, so they are not famous anymore. Well, they are still famous, but they are not um, in the charts right now. Yeah. So it would it would um, make sense. I mean, Luke is very young. Luke is has a, a very young audience. I mean, thanks to thanks to him, lots of young people um, discovered her. Yeah. So maybe I don't know. You know, I I have it. I've had a dream, um, t- to a degree for several years that, you know, she could work with whoever she wants, right? Like anyone, she could mm-hmm. she could pick up the phone and say, well, maybe not Nicki Minaj, but anyone else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and I just imagine what if she just rang up the the top people who she admired. Um, in this world right now and said um, I'm working on some tracks do you want to to collaborate and what would become of that I mean we know that Kanye West has tried we know that Justin Bieber's tried we know that um, we we know that Taylor Swift's a a massive fan every single person um, who the camera panned to was into that performance last night that the admiration goes wide right Mm -hmm. she could do whatever she wants and if she did um, have to release re-release the album maybe a little album with legends you know um just do everything it would mean two or three years of no new songs because it would be (laughs) covers and duets and no 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 i don't want this (laughs) as a side project yeah okay okay side project but um yeah Hmm. Well, it depends. Uh, we have some some examples like um, I don't know Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett. Um, they made yeah. a, a duet album that was very special. And but um, 
Yeah, duet album, it's very popular, but ah, she never released any Christmas album or any, uh, I don't know, she never re-recorded um, her debut album. No. I don't know, with a, a, an electric, electric uh, sound or electronic sound or anything special. Mm, she's not into uh, concept albums. No. She's more, an album has its story. Well, I don't know. I know for sure that she's been asked by many musicians, many artists to have some to to collaborate with her. How how could she make the duet with BB King or Buddy Guy because mm. she was a big big fan of those guys. Um yeah. 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 I think you you mentioned there that we had albums which maybe were cover albums or, or or albums which are conceptual. Um, just referencing Annie Lennox again, she hasn't released any original material um, since 2007, which is a year before Tracy stopped. But she has had massive success with albums covering classic old standards. She released a really um, brilliant album of obscure Christmas carols, um, which had pop melodies. And Cher's Christmas album is, is a good example of this, of how older generations could have the success. Annie Lennox writes and she she is a she is a, a poet and she is a musician and she plays instruments and she's a vocalist. So for me that makes that makes sense, right? She she is doing that not for money um, mm. and not for fame. She's doing it out of some sort of some sort of artistry which she is tapping into there. And I kind of have always been a bit sad when they haven't been original material, but I've enjoyed having something. Yeah, it's better. Uh, having something is better than nothing. But then we <laughs> see the, the years running and running and running. And then, and then yeah, um, well, it's not because you are 60 that you are stopped. You, you stop your career if you look at Bob Dylan with his never ending tour he's still, he's still <laughs> um, touring and releasing albums but um, yeah I, 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 I feel the emergency of having something new <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> something really really new but it's because I'm selfish and that's what mm. I want and if you ask her fans all the fans lots would would say when, when I asked the question, do you want a new album or a tour? The answer, a tour. They don't mm -hmm. answer a new album because yeah. the last albums, they didn't really bark them or they are not listening to them. So yeah. so people, and, and it's the case also for, for not just for Tracy, for, for other artists, people are nostalgic of their youth or teenage years or... And they they are fond of the eighties and nineties, and and they want those old songs. Um, Peter Gabriel just released a new album. I don't mm -hmm. know what is the track listing of the concert is um, that he is going to to do, but um, I'm sure that he would have to sing old songs because he had lots of hits. And if he only sings the new songs then people would be very, very disappointed. But what I like with Tracy is that with, others, with old songs, she sometimes play them 
differently with new orchestration. Mm -hmm. And like um, the Fastcore version from yesterday, I liked it because it wasn't the, the, the album version. And so it was kind of a new, a new, a new approach and putting aside Luke's voice, but, um, but also the music. So, um, yeah, I always want for, well, if, if it's just to listen to the albums, we have them at home. We can listen to them at home in the car or, or anywhere. We don't, we don't need this. <laughs> no. I think sometimes with artists, they release an album to, to justify the tour, right? So it's kind of like, I'm releasing an album so that I've got a new era so that I can tour and I can um, sell the merch, etc. And that happens. I mean, Adele does that. Paolo Nettini has done that recently. You get these resurgences after a, a long gap. I guess the Joni Mitchell album as well, to a degree, but that was a live album. Yeah, it was a live album, yeah. Even though she does insist on the best producers, the best um, musicians, the best session musicians, the best studios, expensive marketing campaigns, realistically, she's a global artist. She doesn't need to sell millions to make it viable, right? She does. It doesn't need to be a platinum seller. She's 60. No one expects a folk singer in her 60s to be selling multi-platinum, potentially. But what we probably do need is a couple of hundred thousand across the world right mm -hmm. and then that's money to spend on advertising and it's probably gonna break even so then mm -hmm. she can talk i don't know it depends it depends what the 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 goal is i think she would get a number one album in the us and the uk nowadays because the album sales are so poor but but that's not, <laughs> that's, not that's not the the accolade it it sounds i guess but she struggled to even break um, mm -hmm. the top 40 for the last two. So I think from an optics perspective, perception perspective, it would feel like a real return to form. Yeah, uh, and, and also because the audience is also getting older. And as we are, we are older, we are still people who buy records. I yeah. mean, the younger audience, the one that is discovering her today, um, will not be as massive as us who are following her since so many decades. So um, she would still sell lots of albums. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, um, with, with that in mind, what do we think her legacy is going to be for the, the future generation? There are, Teenagers, whether that be Luke Coombs fans, whether it be queer people, black people who don't see themselves represented as being guitar players, women who don't see them represented as being guitar players. All of these things she means to so many different people, right? It could, it, mm -hmm. There's a hundred different ways in. Um, but there are so many young people out there right now having the same experience that we had all those years ago. And that to me is like, that is huge. That is insanely beautiful because they've got eight albums to to explore. <laughs> and like, what a gift that would be, right? If we could, if we could go and say, okay, we, we, we forget it all and we're introduced again. Um, 
they have a treasure trove. It's like it's like when you find a Netflix series and there's five seasons and it's all gold, you know. <laughs> you can the way the way they 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 eat this food is uh, is not the way we we did it. I mean, you 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 and I um, when each each new release we would get the CD, we would listen to the songs one after the other in the order of this the album mm-hmm. um, this experience if you if you are given eight albums of a new artist you don't know but it that is not new but it happens it can happen every day for us as well it's very difficult to say well i have so many things to eat i want to test everything and mm-hmm. um, i'm happy to have discovered them one by one and to have grown with them and and yeah Having sometimes I, I have this same feeling as what what would it be to to get a new album and still sealed and you don't know what's inside <laughs> and I have some of them but I in double copies and uh, and opening yeah. them it's mm-hmm. yeah it's like a, yeah a Christmas gift but still I I still prefer having known them <laughs> along the way uh, during those years. Um, well. Yeah, that's the beautiful, that is the beautiful part. And the vast majority of the public will not approach it in the same way as us, but there will certainly be um, those music nerds, those um, yeah. those introverts, the the um, the studious people, the, you know, the scholars, the wannabe musicians, the, the people who see themselves in, in it, in her, in a way in which, they see themselves in a few other people, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, they listen a little more closely, I think. Yeah. And I'm excited for that. I'm, I'm happy for them. Um, yeah, yeah. I do. How how incredible must it be? Sometimes I, I read on social media, some people, why no one t- told me about Tracy Chapman? I'm only coming <laughs> out today. Why? Why nobody told me? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Um, someone referred to... Um, Billy Eilish as being the modern Tracy Chapman, and I don't know about that, but um, you, um, yeah, um, well, hopefully, we can talk very soon about some plans which are happening, and and you know, so we find out that they've been planning something since they knew they were going to perform on the show, um, and there's something coming. Yeah, maybe we, maybe we will see. Anyway, we are patient. We don't have the choice, so we are, <laughs> <laughs> we are still waiting and hoping. And 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 when we are gifted what we were gifted um, yesterday, then we are happy and uh, we are grateful. And it makes us uh, some food in <laughs> to eat in the meantime. Yeah. Um, something something bigger. Um, comes it will eventually come um she said that she hasn't retired so um, what what if she means these performances is what means not being retired that's a potential when she says she hasn't retired she means that she still has some things to release oh because in in those interviews um she gave especially in in germany um she told uh, in 2015 with the release of the, the greatest hits she said that she had several um songs already written and ready 
Um, but now I guess that uh, almost 10 years later, maybe she would not recognize herself into those songs written. So maybe she has, I hope, I think she has all the new songs, um, yeah. newer songs. Um, but um, but yeah, she, she, she regularly said several times, I'm not retired yet. So it would be strange that now she would say, okay, so now I'm retired. Yeah. What? <laughs> well, thank you so much for um for joining for joining me today. It really does feel just like the band, it's family. Um this is this is the the, the fan community family, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, each time something is happening, we need to debrief and <laughs> to say, <laughs> but our, our guess is how do we how did we lift it? As you said as a as a family, it's a yeah, we are getting older with yeah. with this and with everything. So, so thank you for the invitation. I hope that uh, we will have some great things to discuss about in the future. In the future. Very soon. <laughs> I agree. Well, thank you very much, and we'll speak soon. Yes, thank you.